previously on Toys Were Us. I just hope that everybody loves this episode, the episode of Toys Were Us, and it's going to be very special, because you see, it's all about me. <laughs> Stay just as sweet as honey forever. There's a fucking, uh, so, so much to be said about Winnie the Pooh that this is gonna have to be a two-part episode. A.A. Uh, a. Milne attended Henley House, which was uh, the school that his father ran. There, he sat under the teaching of another famous author, fucking H.G. Wells. Oh, wow. Considered a talented cricket fielder, Milne played for two amateur teams that were largely composed of British writers. His teammates included fellow writers J.M. Barrie, who created Peter Pan, and Arthur Conan Doyle, who created Sherlock Holmes. Holy shit. Milne married Dorothy Daphne de Selencourt in 1930. I know. Dorothy Daphne de Selencourt. Interesting. Damn, Yvonne, that's a French-ass name. (laughs) (laughs) In 1924, Milne produced a book of children's poems called When We Were Very Young, which were illustrated by Punch staff cartoonist E.H. Shepard. And I should have explained to you in the note that Christopher Robin, who feeds these swans in the mornings, has given them the name of Pooh. And all I can say for it now is that if it hadn't been for Christopher Robin, I shouldn't have written it, which indeed is all I can say for any of the others. The 38th poem in the book, (laughs) Teddy Bear, that originally appeared in Punch magazine in February 1924, was the first appearance of the famous character Winnie the Pooh, first named Mr. Edward Bear by Christopher Robin. Talking talking specifically about how fat the bear is and how happy he is that he is fat. Uh Because, you know, that's just one of the main characteristics of Winnie the Pooh is he's fucking chubby. He's kind of a body-positive icon. Pooh first appeared in the London Evening News in a story called The Wrong Sort of Beast. But Winnie the Pooh was renamed after a Canadian black bear. If you're not Guy Fieri, fuck off. That's basically it. If you're not Guy Fieri, I don't even know what to fucking tell you. Yeah. You get sacrificed. If you're you're not Guy Fieri, you're a pedophile. (laughs) And he would reward her with apples and a mixture of condensed milk and corn syrup. Uh, doesn't sound like bear food, but okay. <laughs> it's like, no wonder your fucking bear is so fat. You're feeding it yeah, fucking it's like apples, sugar condensed milk, condensed milk right. and corn syrup. When he was so docile that children were even allowed to go into the bear pit to ride on her back. This is where a little boy by the name of Christopher Robin comes into the picture. Christopher would constantly beg A.A. Milne to take him to the zoo to see the bear that he loved so much. And Milne would take his son to visit Winnie and watch as his son would feed her spoonfuls of condensed milk in between big and uh, furry hugs. Which is like, stop feeding this bear condensed milk. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Another reason Milne stopped writing children's books, and especially Winnie the Pooh books, was that he felt amazement and disgust over over the fame his son was exposed to, and said that, I feel that the legal Christopher Robin has already had more publicity than I ever wanted for him. I do not want C.R. Milne to ever wish that his name were Charles Robert. Sadly, Christopher, who had grown distant from his parents, only visited very occasionally, and A.A. Milne died quietly on January 31st, 1956. Later in life, Christopher Robin seemed to be able to reflect on what frustrated him about the books. When I was three, my father was three. When I was six, he was six. He needed me to escape from being 50, he wrote at the end of The Enchanted Place. Some people are good with children. Others are not. It is a gift. You either have it or you don't. My father didn't. Oh. Yikes. Well then. Walt Disney was also quite fond of the books, but that's for next week's episode.
Donkey may be your business friend And Kanga and Little Roo There's Rabbit and Piglet And there's Cow But most of all Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Chubby little chubby all stuffed with fluff He's Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Willy nilly silly old bear Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Tubby little cubby all stuffed with fluff He's Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Willy nilly silly Hello, and welcome back to the Toys R Us podcast, your weekly history lesson into a little bit of nostalgia that makes you feel like maybe the world is not crumbling around us. Maybe maybe there isn't murder hornets outside and, you know, a literal pandemic. Yeah. Just for like an hour, you know, and then you go back to your life and you're like, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's take a break from the murder hornets for just a yeah. bit. And just talk about, like, the honeybees, which is, like, Winnie the Pooh's murder hornets. That's true. They are, like, his nemesis. Yeah. I don't know. I think the fucking heffalumps and woozles. Oh, God. We'll get, we'll get to that. Don't worry. I feel like anyway, I we- deserve compensation for the... PTSD that the heffalumps oh, and yeah. woozles. If caused. you if you grew up listening to heffalumps and woozles, you have just an honorary purple heart. <laughs> 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 I don't care if you've spent no time in the military. Here you go, purple heart. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm, that checks out. Um, my name is Richard Hunt. And with me, once again, is the Tigger to my poo, <laughs> since last time I got shit for calling you Piglet. <laughs> oh, I knew this was going to come up. Uh-huh. Well, that's cute. That's cute. I love Tigger, so I'll take it. I'm sure you fucking do Carol Baskins. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Um... When we last left off, I said that we would be going over Walt Disney's involvement with Winnie the Pooh, and we will get there, but first we need to stop in 1930. Uh, on January 6, 1930, Stephen Schlesinger produced, or no, purchased U.S. and Canadian merchandising rights for Winnie the Pooh from Milne for a $1,000 advance and 66% of his income from Winnie the Pooh. Hmm. Which is really like A.A. A. Milne playing hardball. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you, you can buy Winnie the Pooh from me. But you A, you give me $1,000. And B, I want 66% of your earnings from Winnie the Pooh. That's pretty hefty. That is hefty. This man just cucked this guy. Oh my god. <laughs> Winnie the cuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, that could go into some pretty uncomfortable territory really fast, so I think we should just move on. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody is, is a cuck in the canon of Winnie the Pooh, it's rabid. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? 
No, he's such a square. He's definitely like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah prime cuck material. Yeah, for sure. He sees a he sees like a sock and blows a load harder than he ever has. Oh, like, ah! oh boy. Yeah. So anyway, he buys the Winnie the Pooh rights for the equivalent of today, $16,000. That's not very much. Um, no, no, no. That's, he did not buy it. He gave A.A. A. Milne an advance of $16,000, but then you've got to remember 66%. Right. You're right. Like, that's a fuckload. It is. But we'll see. I mean, it worked out for both parties. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure they were both just fine. Because by November 1931, Pooh was a $50 million a year business. Wow. That is bananas. It made them, by the end of November of 1931, it made them the equivalent of $772 million today. Wow. Jesus. That's insane. That's insane. That's fucking bananas. Um, because it was marketed uh, as, you know, dolls, records, board games, puzzles. There was a uh, radio broadcast for NBC and animation and motion, motion picture films. Jesus. So, like, as soon as he bought the rights, he's like, you know what? I I got fucked out of this deal. I need to make my money somehow. Let me just fucking bombard the world with Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it was like Star Wars. Yes. Uh, the first time Pooh and his friends appeared in color was in 1932. Uh, and he was drawn by Schlesinger in his now familiar red shirt and featured on an RCA Victor picture record. Um, Parker Brothers introduced A.A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh game in 1933, again with Winnie the Pooh in his red shirt. In the 1940s, Agnes Brush created the first plush dolls with Pooh in his red shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, E. Shepard did put Winnie the Pooh in a shirt, but nobody had colored it until, like, the mid-30s. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, after Schlesinger died in 1953... His wife, Shirley, continued developing the character herself, and in 1961, she licensed the rights to Walt Disney Productions in exchange for royalties in the first of two agreements between them. The same year, A.A. Milne's uh, widow, Daphne Milne, also licensed certain rights, including motion picture rights, to Disney. Because, you know, Walt Disney, once, once he loved something, he's like, I need to own that shit. Well... If you got the money like to you, do it, then... Like, if you've seen that Mary Poppins movie... I haven't, actually. He basically is like, Listen, I know you don't want to license your shit, but I really fucking love Mary Poppins. So, I'm gonna just wear you down until you license your shit. Oh, jeez. Which is like... He read the Winnie the Pooh books to his kids, and he fell in love with the character, and he's like, I, I need to own Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Oh. He was like Thanos. He's like, I-, I need to kill out the Infinity Stones of the things that I love. Which is ironic because now he also oh. owns the Infinity Stones. Yep, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, as early as 1938, Walt Disney expressed interest in obtaining the film rights. Um, by first corresponding with A.A. Milne's literary agents. Uh, which is smart. <laughs> yes. Like, they have the closest impact on him, so... if he, he, And also, if you're, like, warming up to a fucking literary agent, you're Walt fucking Disney. <laughs> yep, that does help. You know what I mean? Like, they're not gonna be like, well, I'm sorry, Mr. Disney. They're gonna be like, oh my fucking god, is that Walt Disney? <laughs> yeah. Um, in June 1961, Disney Productions acquired the film rights, and by 1964... Disney told his animation staff that he was planning to make a full-length animated feature film based on the books, and a meeting was held with senior staff members to discuss the proposed film. 
However, during the meeting, Disney decided to not make a feature film, but instead a featurette that could be attached to a live-action film. Which, say what you will for Disney. I know there's, like, a lot of Disney detractors that are just, like... And I fucking hate these type of people that are like, well, uh, if you like Disney and you're, and you're an adult, something's wrong with you. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Imagine being so boring. Right? That's Just sad. because you're a miserable old fuck Janice. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm not going to fucking sing along to Be a man, you must oh. be swift as a course okay. in I river. was singing that out loud to myself in my car yesterday. How could you not? It's the best fucking song. Like, ooh. It's so goddamn good. Oh, God. Every, every bit about it. It's perfect. It's just, you want to get instantly fired up? That's the song. Oh, yeah. For that's sure. the one. That's For zero sure. to a hundred in a split second. You are just in a great mood. It is, it is an audio energy drink. It is. Oh, it's like, fuck Red Bull giving you wings. Be a man from the hit animated film Mulan. That gives you wings. God. Who would have thought that Donny Osmond would create the most iconic Disney song? Not me. I still, so many people still don't know that. And they're yeah. like, that's Donny Osmond? And I'm like, well, yeah, dude. what's fucked up about that is that um, B.D. Wong voiced the character, mm-hmm. but Donny Osmond was the singing voice. Right. What's fucked up is that B.D. Wong has a really good fucking singing oh, voice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they could have absolutely just let him sing it. Is there a movie that he sings reason. in? Or a show or something? There, yeah, I'll put, I'll put some clips in. standing naked before you don't you want more than my sex i can scream as loud as your last one but i can't claim innocence oh god could it be the weather I was like, what the fuck? Oh, well, that is a little disappointing, because I love B.D. Wong. Who doesn't? I don't want to know. B.D. Wong! (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It was also in that time that Disney dropped the hyphens, because it was Winnie hyphen the hyphen poo. Oh, that's obnoxious. Yeah. It's like Chef Boyardee. Oh, yeah. Someone else obtains the rights and they're like, get these fucking hyphens out of here. That would be my first step. Yeah. I'd be like, this is hideous. <laughs> who, 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 call whoever in here. <laughs> I, who, whose idea was the hyphens? Literally. You're fired. You're like, wait, what? I, it's just, <laughs> uh, I was just going off proper Everyone English. Everyone who also approved this is fired. <laughs> Get, I need the whole hyphen crew in here. It's fucking here. <laughs> right now. Who did this shit? Nobody wants to admit like, it. Like, what's wrong with you? Uh, listen. Nobody's going home until I find out who, who did the hyphens. Really? That's exactly what fucking happened. They're like, get these fucking hyphens out of here. Yeet. Um... To Milne's set of characters, Disney added Gopher to add a more traditional and relatable American creature to oh the Oh my mix. god, I completely forgot about Gopher. How? I, I don't know, like, that's a recovered memory right now. Like, <laughs> oh my god, Gopher. Oh my god, Gopher. I feel kind of bad. He talks with, like, a weird, like, whistle. Yeah, I, I remember. I just kind of feel bad now. You should. Ouch. You should. Sorry, Gopher. <laughs> um, Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree in February 1966 was the franchise was what was the Disney franchise's big screen debut. 
It would be the only Disney-created Winnie the Pooh movie that Walt Disney would see as he passed the following December. Oh. I know. Um, in the midst, in the midst of a 2003 battle, where Disney stood to lose commercial rights to Winnie the Pooh, the Daily Telegraph noted losing control of the Winnie the Pooh franchise would be a disaster for Disney. Let me tell you this fact, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I kept it separate from the fact in the box because it, it's gonna blow your fucking mind. Oh. Disney makes twenty five billion dollars a year, okay? Oh, I know. That's insane. That's insane on its own. So yeah, the fact that they make $25 billion a year is not the crazy fact. I mean, it is crazy, but it's Disney. You kind of expect it, right? Right. Uh, in terms of what makes them money, Princesses is number one. Hmm. Star Wars is number two. That's surprising. Winnie the Pooh is number three. Shit. Above Marvel. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh makes them between $3 billion to $6 billion a year. That's wild. Yeah. You would never fucking guess. No, I, I wouldn't have. I, you would think Disney princesses, yes, okay. Then I would have assumed Marvel over Star Wars at this point. Yeah, I would have picked Marvel, Star Wars, and then Princesses, honestly. But no, Princesses, Star Wars, Winnie the Pooh. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's fucking insane. The New York Times said, The stakes are high for Disney. Global sales of Pooh merchandise, books, plush toys, t-shirts, chairs, have fallen 12% over the last five years, but still account for a staggering $5.5 billion. Adding, Pooh remains Disney's second best-selling character after Mickey Mouse. Which is another thing that's fucking insane. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. It noted, Branding experts say Asian character franchises are among the most difficult to keep alive because they require continually walking a tightrope. With Winnie the Pooh, Disney is going to continue to struggle with the tension of remaining relevant to kids versus maintaining a love mark brand parent or brand that parents trust. Said my, uh, Matt Brighton, a founder of Mr. Youth, a New York marketing firm. Uh, in a 2014 overview of Disney's top franchises, CNN wrote, Pooh may have been born in the 1920s in A.A. Milne's books, but the bear is still going strong via Disney movies and DVDs. Mm-hmm. Pooh Bear sells games, stuffed animals, clothing, and even iPhone and iPad apps. Pooh is also a favorite subject in books from Disney. Um, which <laughs> Disney Publishing Worldwide, which is their publishing group, is the world's largest publisher of children's books and magazines, with more than seven hundred million do- or seven hundred million products sold each year. Okay. So Disney is just fucking murdering it. Yep. Always and forever. <sighs> Who would have thought, you know? I I, I I feel like it's just always been that way. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Careless Whisper has never not existed in your life. Right. That's how Disney is. Right. And it all started with a guy that was like, you know what? I'm going to start a fucking theme park, but no one's going to know it because I'm going to use several different aliases to buy a shitload of land. Yeah. I hate how much I love Disneyland. (laughs) I need to go. They really got me by the balls. The last Disney thing I went to was Disney World. During their 25th uh, birthday. And the castle was dressed up like a birthday cake. Cute. But it is, it's widely designated as the worst the castle has ever looked. <laughs> oh. So, you know. That's cool. <laughs> um, so, let's run down a list of every piece of poo media ever made. Okay. And, and I hate saying poo media because it sounds like something Trump would say. Oh. This fake news is coming from the poo media. Yeah. 
right? Mm-hmm. Fucking piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh from 1977, uh, The Tigger Movie in 2000, Piglet's Big Movie in 2003, Pooh's Heffalump Movie in 2005, Winnie the Pooh 2011, and Christopher Robin 2018. Now, what's fucking crazy is, is this used to happen to me and Brian all the time as we would do an episode and then something big about that episode would happen like three days later? Oh. Three days ago they announced in an article that they're going to make a live action Winnie the Pooh movie. Didn't they already do that? Yeah, but that was like a that was like a like a biopic a little bit. It was about Christopher Robin as an adult. This is going to be just like a straight up live action Winnie okay. the Pooh movie. So like Detective Pikachu kind of. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Is um, Ryan Reynolds going to be Pooh? Oh my god. No, it better be fucking friend of the show Jim Cummings. Oh yeah. That Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, at this point, what the f- that's you're gonna change the whole lore because he was Winnie the Pooh in that Christopher Robin movie. Oh, okay, good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, he's perfect for it, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you have uh, a whole slew of directed video films, including my favorite, Pooh's Grand Adventure, mm-hmm. which is on Disney Plus. Go watch it. It's okay. very good. Bye. <laughs> Bye. She just disappears. <laughs> uh, you have Seasons of Giving from 1999. Uh, the Book of Pooh, Stories from the Heart, 2001. A Very Merry Pooh Year, 2002. Springtime with Rue, 2004. Pooh's Heffalump Halloween Movie, 2005. Super yeah. Sleuth Christmas Movie, 2007. Tigger and Pooh and a Musical 2, 2009. Super Duper Super Sleuths 2010. Um, you have a bunch of short films and cameo appearances. Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree. Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2. Winnie the Pooh Discovers the Seasons. Winnie the Pooh and a Day for Eeyore. Which, yes, give him a day. <laughs> He's fucking depressed. Oh. <laughs> My man, my man's got clinical depression. Yeah, he really does. It's really bad. Um, you have Winnie the Pooh appearing in, and we've talked about this before in the Dare episode, Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. Which, if you've not seen it, it is on YouTube, and it is wild. It's basically just, and you know, like, you know how they're like, oh, Avengers uh, Infinity Saga is the most ambitious crossover ever. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> Cartoon Hell Stars to the Rescue has so many fucking characters in it. Oh boy. Let me let me pull up a list here. It's like Game of Thrones. Oh my god, it's insane. It was a uh, a special created by um Ronald McDonald Charities for uh all the major like TV networks. So ABC, CBS, NBC and Fox. And it was an anti-drug movie. <laughs> Oh, no. Yes. You have... uh, (laughs) Characters from Alf, Alvin and the Chipmunks, DuckTales, Garfield and Friends, Looney Tunes, Muppet Babies, The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, The Real Ghostbusters, The Smurfs, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. All in one movie. (laughs) That's a lot. That's a hell of a lot. I, Winnie I, the Pooh gets thrown in the garbage can. <laughs> imagine being a writer for that. Right? That sounds stressful. Jesus Christ. Roger Rabbit whom? <laughs> um, you have Winnie the Pooh and Christmas 2. Boo to you, Winnie the Pooh. A Winnie the Pooh Thanksgiving, a Valentine for you, uh, and then you have TV-related uh, media, the first of which is what helped birth Teddy Ruxpin, oh. and that's Welcome to Pooh Corner. Okay. Because Teddy Ruxpin was going to start off 
as a show that was kind of like Welcome to Pooh Corner, where it was like people in suits but with like animatronic heads. Ugh. Yeah. Sounds horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very much like as far into the uncanny valley as you can be with like a cartoon character. Mm. Yeah, let me send you a picture of uh, Welcome to Pooh Corner. I don't want a picture of that. You don't want to what now? I don't want to see any scary photos. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I exist solely to send you shit you don't want to see. I think that that's true. Um, yikes. <laughs> yikes. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty terrifying, huh? Yeah. You have The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which is like the TV show that everybody knows. Like, that's like where the theme song comes from and everything. That's, that's The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I remember it well. Uh, you have the Book of Pooh, My Friends, Tibber and Pooh, um, and then Call Lana Del Rey, because you know we got video games. <laughs> eh. <laughs> eh. Eh. An attempt was made. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you have one you... Just a real fucking saucy one. Little shit. What did you think? What, what kind of reaction did you think you were gonna get from me for that? I don't know. I was hoping a nice one because you like Lana Del Rey. <laughs> fucking rude ass. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Damn you! Oh, oh, that that was a low blow. <laughs> that was that was fucked up, and you should feel bad about what you just did. Hey, an eye for an eye. That was in cold blood. I don't care what cold, you say. Cold blooded. <laughs> Beautiful. Pure evil. Sorry. Uh, you have a single player adventure called Winnie the Pooh in the Hundred Acre Woods. Uh, Tigger's Honey Hunt. Winnie the Pooh Adventures in the Hundred Acre Woods. Pooh's Party Games in Search of the Treasure, Piglet's Big Game, Winnie the Pooh's Rumbly Tumbly Adventure, Ready to Read with Pooh, Ready for Math with Pooh. Oh. I'm never, I'm not here, never ready for math with anybody. Yeah, I don't give a fuck who you are. Miss me with that. <laughs> you about to catch these hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck math, dude. Not a fan. No, it's... I'm numbers, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm numbers. <laughs> uh. oh. oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Disney Learning with Winnie the Pooh. Pooh's Honey Trouble. Winnie the Pooh's Home Run Derby. And then, of course, he's in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> right. Which are always, like, the nice, like... Hey, I know that you've been dealing with weird fucking timelines and giant fucking monsters. Let's hang out with Winnie the Pooh for a little bit. Let me give you a little bit of a breather. So Which is nice. very appreciated. Yeah. Uh, and then just a few random bits of media here, which include Return to Pooh Corner, which is a music album by fucking Kenny Loggins. Um, so he did the soundtrack for Top Gun... Uh-huh. And Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Yeah. It was is it, released is it in the 1994. Same, it's the same soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Danger Zone. Danger Zone is the tree that has the bees. <laughs> That's right. See? Works. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> Footloose, too. That's Tigger. That's about Tigger. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, it's just a bunch of recycled songs from all his other projects, oh and he's like, no one's gonna notice. Yeah. Just literally just takes fucking all his songs. He's, he becomes Weird Al of his own songs. 
mm-hmm. and just make some about Winnie the Pooh. Honestly, I'd I, would, I would listen to that. Yeah, I'd buy the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. It sold over 500,000 copies and was nam- uh, nominated for a Grammy. Nice. And he came back in 2000 with another album, More Songs for Pooh Corner. Damn. I know. Um, there was a Winnie the Pooh dark ride in Disneyland, Disney World, and Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. Called uh, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And in Tokyo was Pooh's Honey Hunt. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there was a Winnie the Pooh magazine which sold 1.35 million copies. Wow. I know. And of course, like any good piece of Disney media, Winnie the Pooh and his friends show up on just about anything from Funko Pops to Pez dispensers, pajama pants to cookie jars. And there was even a Winnie the Pooh Polly Pocket that was shaped like a honey jar. Cute. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, before we get to the fact in the box, I would like to talk a bit about um, something from our childhood that we have all repressed mm-hmm. because it's just culturally fucking terrifying. And that, of course, is heffalumps and woozles. I don't want to do this. I've talked to six people. All of them remember being terrified by heffalumps and woozles. Yeah, it was fucking horrifying. Yeah. It's not a good time. It's like a very, like, scary drug trip. That's exactly it. Like, someone was on acid. Someone took acid and it didn't go well. (laughs) They had a bad trip. Seriously. Now, heffalumps and woozles, uh, bark. Yeah. Was featured in the series Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. And later in the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. It is sung by the Mellow Men, portrayed by four singing honeypots, during Pooh's nightmare caused by Tigger, in which Pooh is terrified by heffalumps and woozles. Big mood. Yeah. Big fucking mood. What's interesting here is the Mellow Men are fucking Disney legends. Really? The Mellow Men were a popular singing quartet active from the late 1940s to the mid-1970s. The group was founded by Thurl Ravenscroft, who is just fucking prolific. Thurl Ravenscroft is Tony the Tiger. He also sang You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. My dude just has a fucking well-known voice. Hmm. Um, crazy. They sang back up to some of the best-known artists of the day, including Rosemary Clooney, Ben Crosby, The Crosby says like Just epic. I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck Big Crosby. Amazing. Shit. God damn it. Wow. Oh, okay. Big Crosby. <laughs> Doris Day, Frankie Lane, Peggy Lee, Elvis Presley, and Joe Stafford. In addition to backing up popular singers, their solo work was part of many Disney films, including Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, Lady and the Tramp, and The Jungle Book. Wow. I know. I didn't know Uh, that. They sang on several films with Elvis Presley, beginning with It Happened at the World's Fair. Uh, Elvis wanted the Jordanaires to perform for the film, but they were unavailable, so the Mellow Men were called in to sing One Broken Heart for Sale. And Cotton Candy Land. Uh, the Mellow Men later backed up Elvis on the title song from the film Roustabout, as well as most of the soundtrack for Paradise Hawaiian Style. Cool. They were the card painters in Alice in Wonderland, the dogs in the pound in Lady and the Tramp. Oh, the shit. Co- the chorus from Zorro, uh, 
Fence Post Ghost and jack o lanterns in Trick or Treat, the trees from Babes in Toyland, the Dawn Patrol and the Vultures from The Jungle Book, and then, of course, the Honeypot Quartet from Winnie the Pooh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. So now, let's meet with a supersized fact in the box. Awesome. Winnie's Latin translation is the only Latin book to ever crack the New York Times bestseller list. Wow. Right? That's crazy. Uh, It stayed on the list for 20 weeks and ultimately demanded 21 printings, selling 125,000 copies. Hmm. Uh, Winnie the Pooh has been translated into more than 50 languages, including Afrikaans, Czech, Finnish, and Yiddish. Oh, cool. I know. Museum director Sam Alberti said Winnie's skull, this is the uh, the actual bear, shows that she lived with severe gum disease because of all the honey and condensed milk that she was given. Uh-oh. I know. This poor fucking bear. It's like, please. Ugh. It's like Jafar every time he gives Iago a cracker. Or the sultan gives him a cracker. Right, exactly. He's like, please, no more honey or condensed milk, please. Please, for fuck's sake. I'm begging you. Um, in 2014, a meeting was held in the tiny town of Tuzin, Poland, to decide upon a new patron for a local children's playground. Pooh was suggested, but then denounced due to his questionable attire, no pants. It is half it is half naked, which is wholly inappropriate for children, said Counselor Rizard Chichi. Uh it's a bear? Yeah, it's a cartoon bear. <laughs> he doesn't have any genitalia. Yeah, he's He's an animal. Uh, teddy bear? I mean I I don't know what's a fucking teddy <laughs> like, bear. Well, I feel like this says more about you and how you right. view teddy bears, and I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. That's like okay. For a while, I had a collection of Monster High dolls. Okay. Okay? Because they were fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, they were toys that were, like, you wish you had growing up because they're fucking, like, monsters and shit. Oh, yeah, I would have lost my fucking mind over those as a kid. But now, due to the pushback from certain parent groups, they've redesigned them and they look like shit. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. They look horrible. Like, why? It's just shame. <laughs> you had one thing for young budding gothlings. I know, and you right? got rid Come of on. them. We had nothing, okay? Nothing. We had nothing! Nothing at all. Okay. The closest was, like, the Beetlejuice cartoon series. Oh, yeah. And, like, Mighty Max. <laughs> like, oh, this is fucking gross. I love it. Uh, we had Awe Real Monsters. Yeah. Yep. That was dope. I have a headcanon that the headmaster from Ariel Monsters and him from Powerpuff Girls are in a relationship. Aw, that's cute. Right? Good for them. Uh, the Cotchford Farm estate, where A.A. A. Milne and Christopher Robin lived, was later bought by Rolling Stones guitarist Brian Jones. He died in the swimming pool there in 1969. Oh, dear. Oh, bother. Oh, bother. Oh, bother. Uh, uh, Until 1977, Winnie the Pooh was voiced by Sterling Holloway. Sterling Holloway also voiced the Cheshire Cat in Alice in Wonderland and Sleepy in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Mm. You can send birthday cards to Winnie the Pooh courtesy of the New York Public Library where Christopher Robin's original stuffed bear lives. The case that they that they live in is like the Pope's case, uh, case when he's in the Pope mobile. Like it's fucking thick as hell and bulletproof. Good. I don't know why someone yeah. would be shooting at it, but I don't think so much as somebody shooting it as it is they would break it and steal them. Oh. Yeah. A group of researchers in the pediatrics department at the Dalhousie University 
published a report entitled Pathology in the Hundred Acre Wood in the Canadian uh, Medical Association's Journal of Winter 2000. The satirical, satirical article assigns each milled character at least one psychological disorder. The article posits that Pooh has ADHD, OCD, and I don't know what, microcephaly? Dude has very little brain. Piglet, no. has ge- Piglet has generalized anxiety disorder. Oh, fuck yeah. Eeyore suffers evidently from depression. And Tigger has reoccur- a recurrent pattern of risk-taking behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. And we all know Rabbit is a cuck. So that's <laughs> that. <laughs> His formal diagnosis is cuck. Cuck. <laughs> well, uh, Rabbit, could you come in? We have, uh, we have something to talk about. <laughs> gets there he's like wow what's wrong rabbit i don't know how to tell you this um you're a cock (laughs) (laughs) what me a cock no (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh there's a street in warsaw alicia kabusha puchetta which is named after winnie the pooh there's a stone tablet of winnie walking hand in hand with piglet the Guinness World Record for the largest Pooh and Friends memorial collect or memorial 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 hey memorial memorial I can't fucking say this. Are you trying to say memorabilia? Yeah, I am. Oh! <laughs> oh no! Memorabilia there you go. <laughs> is held by Deb Hoffman from Wisconsin. She received her first Winnie the Pooh when she was two years old, and as of the record-setting date in 2015, she has amassed 13,213 Pooh items. Wow. Which is like, fuck. Okay. All right. Uh, a 2004 TV movie called A Bear Named Winnie tells the story of Harry Colburn, played by Michael Fassbender. Uh. I know. Okay. This is 2004, Michael Fassbender, so, like, not anything, he wasn't in anything right. big at that point. I, the first time I ever saw him was in the X-Men movies. You know what he was in that a lot of people don't realize? What? 300. Oh, really? Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yep. Um, Eeyore's downcast manner apparently came from the fact that the real Christopher Robin's toy lost the stiffness in its neck as time went on and his head started hanging down. Oh. I know. Oh. Which was kind of a fucked up backstory. <laughs> It is. He's, oh, and yeah, they're like, oh, he's sad. Winnie the Pooh has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh. Which, you gotta think about all these celebrities that don't have one. Oh, I know. They're like, they're like what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty weird. Yeah. What. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, of course, is banned in China because, you know, the president is also an angry piss baby. Hmm. It's a piss bitch. Piss baby is when you're <laughs> just breaking into that world. You're a piss baby. Got it. And then as you graduate, you're a piss bitch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll have to make a chart so everyone can uh, follow yeah. along. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and A.A. Milne wrote a poem about what he wish would happen when he dies. And it goes, When I am gone, let Shepard decorate my tomb. Shepard is the one who drew Winnie the Pooh. Mm. And put, if there is room, two pictures on the stone. Piglet from page 111 and Pooh and Piglet walking from 157. And Peter, thinking that they are my own, will welcome me into heaven. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. Interesting. So he's like, hey, um, I know I created the Winnie the Pooh, but uh, let the guy who drew it get me into heaven by means of deception to St. Peter. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to work. But... St. Peter's going to be like, listen, um, 
I literally read your idea about doing exactly this, so we're, we're kind of at an impasse here. I don't know what you're yeah. expecting. Yeah. And he just bounces him into hell, but yeah. he bounces back up like Tigger. Don't try to outsmart deities and shit. Just don't do that. Yeah, no, it's not. You're gonna have a bad time. You're gonna have a bad time. Bad time. But, I hope that everybody had a good time with this two-part Winnie the Pooh episode. I did. Me too, you know? We learned a lot of things here. We did. My favorite being that Rabbit is a cuck. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And that you can't say memorabilia. I definitely cannot say that word. (laughs) (laughs) Not even gonna try. But... If you liked what you heard and learned, you can do the following. You can follow us on all social media. We're at Toys R Us Podcast across the board. You can leave us a five-star rating and review. We we are killing it because of that. We've not been off of Switzerland's charts, so shout out again to Switzerland. Right now we're also on Great Britain and Canada's charts. So that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And you can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash Toys R Us podcast. Until the next time. Remember. That rabbit is a cuck. And remember. You will always be a Toys R Us kid. I'd like to take the time out to thank our patrons. We couldn't do this without you. So thank you to Jeremy Jessica, Nicole, Amy, Nicole, Nicole, John, Juanita, Sabrina, Shannon, and Steven. Thanks a bunch, guys. Gotta get up, I gotta get going, I'm gonna see a friend of mine. He's round and he's fuzzy, I love him because he's just Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh Bear. Looking for fun, chasing some There's nobody home